0: All right, welcome, welcome, people, to the very first inaugural episode of Player Two has entered the podcast. I am your host, Michael Peterson, aka MC Paper Stacks, and as always, I am joined by co-host Derek Murchison, aka the Merc Man. Merc Man, you always oh,
1: you. you'll always be my Player, player Two. Oh, thank you. You'll always be my Player Two as well. We're just a couple of players, yeah. Talking just, about games, just. Just player one,
0: player two. It doesn't matter who. I guess it just depends on whose house we're doing it at, huh? Indeed. Today, it's my house. And uh, we are social distancing. Uh, luckily, I have a mic that can pick us up from eight feet apart. Speaking of social distancing, how are you uh, doing with all this corona business?
1: Um, I'm actually doing pretty well with it. At first, I was just in the house the whole time. Just not trying to go out at all. and just really just being couch potato, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
0: living the dream, yeah. actually, if you think about it. Still had to go to work, though, but yeah.
1: as far as just entertainment. At first, at, at first you still had to go to work, but now... Now, I work for myself. Hell yeah. So, fuck all that other shit.
0: I love it. I love <laughs> it. So, um, it's related. I mean, this is a video game podcast. Tell the people what you do for a living.
1: So, I am a video game reseller, and basically what I do is I source items from thrift stores, pawn shops... Facebook marketplace and I resell those items on eBay in person what have you and it's actually been going pretty well I've been doing it for about three to four years and just now got the courage up to quit my job and go full time so
0: that's weird I feel like I met you about three years ago that's about when I started holy crap yeah Yeah. see so it's so interesting Uh, we're both video game collectors we're actually sitting right in front of my very embarrassingly large collection. Although
1: at one point you told me it wasn't that large. Yes, at one point <laughs> my, mine was much larger, but yeah. not as much quality. Yeah, as yeah. What I'm looking at right now.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. But um, yeah, I I uh, I remember you just being seemed like a decent dude. The prices were really reasonable, and I was like, I gotta remember this guy. And then I bought from you again. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, we got get-togethers, and then now we're best friends. Who knew?
1: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's crazy how things work like that. But I can vouch, man, you get the deals for sure. So um, coronavirus, man, yeah, I uh, I got really lucky. My wife and I both we were able to work from home almost immediately, like mid March. Boom, we were home, uh, and we never went back. And it looks like it's going to be indefinite for us. Shout outs to all the workers out there. What do they call them, essential workers. Essential workers. Sh- shout outs and to our heroes. Yes, yes, seriously. I salute every essential worker I, I come across because kudos for sure. And yeah, I mean, as far as being a gamer, it's kind of been, I've been, I feel like I've been training for this my whole life. Oh yeah, it's been happening. <laughs> you been know, heaven. <laughs> I, I will, I will say that I do miss having some of the get togethers I used to have. I mm-hmm. miss having company like I have now. This is great to be honest. And, and, you know, we're planning like little vacations here and there trying to meet yeah. like small pockets of people, trying to be as safe as possible. I'm over here sipping whiskey just to kill the germs. <laughs> oh, this shit is good, by the way. You ever had this? Lefroy? No, I've never had. That. Oh man. This is a uh, single malt scotch whiskey. It's aged ten years. This is what I would call uh, grown man whiskey, or what my wife calls bum drinking under a bridge whiskey. That's what you smell like, she says. <laughs> my uh, one of my good friends, Darren Mosley, shout out to my homies in Bloomington, Indiana. He got this he got a bottle of this, not this one, obviously. I've right. drunk that shit by now. <laughs> I've been at this house seven years but as a housewarming gift he got me a bottle of this he goes you're a homeowner now it's time for you to have a grown man whiskey I was like okay
1: fair enough and I've been hooked it's pretty good so, whiskey's not really my drink I'm more of a vodka Patron guy yeah yeah, yeah. But, okay you
0: know. there is um, you know we're, we're gonna have time to plug stuff later so remind me there, there's a, a YouTube channel I think that you might want to check out That I think our viewers or our listeners would, would want to check out maybe someday we'll have viewers maybe Maybe after I lose this 8-pound uh, corona weight. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's legit, I just found out this morning I, I gained 8 pounds since this whole thing started.
1: Oh, man. Uh, okay, like so, <laughs> what's been going on this week, man? Uh, this week has just been busy, busy, busy. I've been sourcing a lot of stuff. I've been See, the thing with me is, when I was working for uh, my previous employer, I was doing that and reselling, so I was working like 24 hours a day, it felt like. Damn. And now it's kind of the same thing, except I'm just not working for somebody else. I'm working for myself full-time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm if I'm not spending time with my family or eating, I'm working. Yeah. I mean, you still got to get it in. Oh, yeah. Even, even more so when you're working for yourself. Mm-hmm. It can be 1 a.m., and if I'm not sleeping, I'm going to go and post some stuff on eBay. It's just that serious for me, because this is how my family eats now.
0: Man, kudos once again for even having the courage, but also just the ability to start this, this oh, yeah. soon. I mean, three or four years into it and it's yeah. a full-time gig, people dream about I mean, it, it took like, time. It took time. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: it wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have support from my wife and just my friends and everybody this mm-hmm. was, you know, just bought stuff around me, and yourself included.
0: Yeah, and you ain't weak, man. Like, seriously, you told me some of your secrets, and I still can't wrap my head around how you get them deals. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: <laughs> it's one of those things where you can tell someone how to do something mm-hmm. Intricately, but if they don't have the drive or the wherewithal to do it, then you yeah, know, like you can. Uh, and, and
0: no shade, because obviously I'm a yeah, capable exactly. dude. I can, right. you know, like hacking and stuff like that. Like I anyone can do the this. back and forth, but it's just about yes, do you have it in you to really right. commit? Right. Because yeah.
1: you know, you you've got your job and you make pretty decent money. Yes, would you be willing to give that up to on the risk of you know that somebody will buy a video game? Oh, for for a reseller gig? No. That right. definitely is your passion
0: <clears throat> in in this room. Uh to do stuff like this, the podcasting, the streaming, mm-hmm. YouTubing, if I could do that full time, hell yeah. Oh yeah. But oh, yeah. I just started like maybe about what, 3 or 4 months ago. I, I I think I'm like I did one Witcher stream a week and I'm up to episode 26 that I'm dropping today. Mm. So 26 weeks of really trying to create a pre- presence. If it turns into something great, I just kind of really enjoy doing it. I think it's right. probably the same for you. I think mm-hmm. when you are able to marry doing what you love and what you're passionate about with what brings home the bacon, they, there ain't nothing better. Nothing. So, yeah, I'm definitely I'm excited for you. I'm proud of you. I think this is going to be really cool, and I'm excited to see where it goes.
1: Thank
0: you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, me mm-hmm. this week. I just got um. You're you're looking at it over there on the floor. I just got oh, myself, yeah. yeah, got myself a little two arcade stick kind of main emulator. It's got some other emulators on there. Like it has a PSP emulator for some reason. <laughs> um, it's like an arcade pad, and uh, it's it works really well, actually, surprisingly. It even has an online kind of support where you can download ROMs or adjust things, uh, uh, download uh, like firmware updates. Mm-hmm. I took a look through the uh,
1: the user's manual.
0: And, uh, it kind of looked at the the type of technology they use. Uh, it's, it's pretty decent. And again, there's a lot of stuff I can add to it. So I'm like excited to like tinker with it, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I've already hacked, <clears throat> uh, PlayStation Classic, SNES Classic, did a couple for you, of course, did a lot of, like I built the Raspberry Pi. I'm like really into, uh, you know, how many different games can I fit on how many different systems? Right. I'm going to get me one of them uh, smart toasters and see if I can play uh, Skyrim on it for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure Bethesda's already working on that. But, yeah, so that's been fun taking around with that. The great part is, is there's all these really rare beat-em-ups from the arcades yeah. that I get to play on on uh, Monday Night Brawl now. And I'm really excited about that. Nice. So. But, yeah, that's that's been pretty much it. Uh, what are you uh, what are you playing right now, man?
1: Uh, right now, I just got The Last of Us 2. Okay. two. okay. And I know the internet is aflame. Mm-hmm. Well... The way the story goes and spoilers always. and the uh, leftist agenda, yep. shoving it in our faces. Honestly, I've played the game for about three hours and I've seen some of what has been spoken about. Mm. No spoilers. I love it. Okay. I love it. If you love The Last of Us and you've been hearing that it's just not good or the story's bad, I implore you to just play it because nothing is going to be the same as sitting down and playing a game. You can hear wherever you want from... Joe Schmo over there, and he can tell you the game's crap, blah, 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 but if you love games and you love The Last of Us, you'll love The Last of Us part Two. Excellent. I, uh,
0: I've been steadfastly completely ignoring any kind of spoiler review or reaction to the game. Unfortunately, a friend of mine reached out. He really needed help. He is a, uh, I'm not going to name drop him because I haven't talked to him about it prior, and I want not know if he wants to, but right. later on, he actually might be a guest. He does oh. some YouTubing and some blogging, and he wrote kind of Kind of like an op-ed, kind of like in support of people who were upset about the spoiler in the beginning. I think Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, how people are kind of going through a process of, of, you know, either rejecting it or grieving it or not agreeing with it or hating it. And he wanted me to review and and kind of like see how it flowed, that type of thing, because I'm a writer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I agreed to do that. He's actually a pretty decent writer, too. He writes very emotionally. So, you know, I just kind of looked it over, cleaned up the grammar, kind of changed the wording around. But, yeah, I learned that. And it's funny, I, not to downplay people's reactions, but I'm like, that's what got everybody pissed? <laughs>
1: like, right.
0: You know what I mean? Maybe there's some stuff in the ending that I don't know about that also <laughs> pissed people off. But at the beginning, I'm like, word, that's why you mad? I, I thought it was dynamic and interesting what they decided to do. Yeah. With... If you're talking about what I think you're talking about. Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I was surprised. And, and he spoke? from like the perspective and I'm dancing around spoilers here. Mm-hmm. He spoke from the perspective of identifying with certain characters from the first game mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think that they were meant to be identified with, but I get it. I think everybody reacts to the characters from The Last of Us in different ways, mm-hmm. right? Some of them are like that person's wrong, there there's just no way they're right. Other people are like no, I looked up to that person, I believe in what they did. And I think that's the cool thing about that game is it presents flawed characters in kind of a realistic way. And I think when people interpret or experience media, I think there's this need to identify with what is presumed or framed to be the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And if you can't identify with them 100%, like for some people the story just breaks down or they don't like it as much or others take the wrong lesson and they over-identify with a flawed protagonist, they're like, mm-hmm. whoa, wait a second. No, we're not advocating that. <laughs> and, and um, I, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. Uh but I will say, um, there is a similar reaction to have you seen There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis? I have not. It is
1: on my list.
0: I'm gonna loan that to you. I have it I think it's upstairs. I'm going before you go, I'm gonna give it to you. I love that movie. I think it was like captivating and enthralling. It's a slow burn for sure, mm-hmm. but it I think because the the main character is such an asshole, he's such a bastard. <laughs> like he really is. A lot of people didn't like it because they're used to trying to identify with the main character, and they're like, yeah. "I this guy sucks. But that's kind of the point. You there are watch, people that suck. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you watch, you kind of get inside this guy's head and see how he operates, and you get a glimpse into his mind, the mind of someone that you can't really identify with, or at least you shouldn't if you're not a sociopath. Right. And it was, the, the way that Daniel Day-Lewis portrayed the main character was fascinating to me. And the conclusion was, like, this other villain that they pitted up against him and just watching these two, like, scoundrels go at it at the end. And I was just like, man, this is intense. And I remember it's one of those few movies where I finished it and at the end I was just like, whoa! <laughs> like, you know, just out loud you yeah, by yeah. yourself in a room watching, yeah, awesome. uh, yo! Like, you know, it's uh, it's, it's that type of flick. And I don't want to oversell it because, again, a yeah. lot of it is quiet, a lot of it is understated. I like how it's scored. It's scored like a horror movie. It's got these really wide, beautiful shots, but it's got this ominous tone to it because of the strings and the music, and it's not classical horror. There's no boogeyman, per se. There's no monsters jumping out at you, right. but there is like this this pernicious undertone. There's this evil current that flows through the movie, and that energy emanates mostly from the main character, and I think that's what makes a lot of people uncomfortable.
1: Right.
0: So, to tie that back to The Last of Us, I think what makes it so captivating is you want to like the characters because in a video game format, you're playing as them. Right. You, you kind of have to get into their head, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of video games take the the Legend of Zelda route where they're like, okay, shut up, main protagonist. Don't make any opinions. We're the gonna player print. is
1: supposed to be the protagonist. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We're
0: imprinting ourselves on you. <laughs> right? But in in this case, you have such a strong protagonist with such a strong backstory, strong mm-hmm. convictions, a history you weren't even a part of, and now you're kind of jumping in the middle of their story right or maybe some would say you know towards the back end who knows but yeah it's uh i think the fact that it garnered any kind of reaction positive or negative is a testament to the storytellers and the development team mm-hmm. i really do so i respect that game i don't i don't i'm not as big maybe this is another reason why i didn't care i mean didn't care is a strong term it didn't affect me as much I'm not as invested in The Last of Us. I was one of those people that played it. Was like, huh, very yeah. no, I, I played, moved on with my life. I played it as soon as it dropped in 2013. Yeah. It wasn't a formative experience for me. Right. It wasn't like Kingdom Hearts two to you, or right. like um, um, yes. what's a like Final Fantasy nine to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't get in. You know, it didn't, I wasn't like in that teenage I'm absorbing narrative as a way to frame my life type of years. But yeah, that's 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 what's uh, going on with me this week. Just doing that. Um, I I've been playing. Wait, were you playing anything else besides Last of Us? I feel like I just went off the rails. Oh uh, no, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely <laughs> a tangent, but that's okay. That's yeah. what we're here for. We're here for we the tangents, the baby.
1: I am in the middle of Trails of Cold Steel three, That's an RPG from what was it uh, Falcom. They also do the E series. Mm-hmm. And oh, we're gonna talk about some E's here. Oh uh, yeah, we're all here. Oh, we gonna talk about, about E's. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trails of Cold Steel actually <laughs> came out on the PS3. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't into. If you know anything about the PS3, it was a hardcore JRPG video game player system for sure. They had all so many. If you want to talk about exclusives between the 360 and the PS3, if you just throw the anime JRPG exclusives, it, it's just hours and hours yeah. of anime grunts and reaction shots. Oh, but what? So I never got around to playing on PS3, and I love JRPGs. I love them. It's my favorite genre. Mm-hmm. So when I heard they were coming out on the PS4, I immediately went out and grabbed the first game. Uh, it is a very slow burn. If you are not the type of person who can sit through lots and lots of dialogue, I think uh, when I let you borrow it, you're like, yeah, there's no conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a
0: ton of dialogue. I will share my thoughts but, in a moment.
1: Yeah, once you get past the dialogue, the story is so engrossing. And mm-hmm. It's just like the relationship between the students and the government and what's going on behind the scenes and everything. It's just, it turns out to be such an amazingly told story. And that's why I want to hurry up and finish three because four is coming out this year. Mm-hmm. And also the PS5 is coming out this year. And I feel like when the PS5 comes out Ooh. and I get it. Yeah then I'm not going to play anything on my PS4 anymore. Well,
0: I mean, you are gonna you can put PS4 games in the PS5 and no load times, baby. That's yeah. what they say.
1: Yeah, that's what they say. And that's what they like, say. I don't fucking know. know that every game. PS4 game is not going to be compatible. So, hey, no damn I way. don't think they're worried about Trails of Cold Steel. Crossing my 3. fingers about Witcher 3, though. Seriously. Because I'm I'm barely into that. There's going to be a Witcher 3 PS5. Version. You mean they're just going to re-release it? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like they're doing Skyrim and GTA and all that. Yeah, GTA mm-hmm. was funny, that announcement. It was yeah. like I'm introducing
0: GTA. GTA five. And oh, I was
1: like I was like, Rockstar? Yeah. GTA six? And I was like, this is God damn it, this is GTA five. Like motherfuckers. Which I bought on release day. <clears throat> oh yeah, me too. Which is funny because it was actually the day at af- the day or the day after I got married, which was in twenty thirteen. I bought the game and I took it with us on our honeymoon. I was like, this is GTA five. Husband of the Year, right here. Oh, yeah. My wife was for it. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, she plays GTA more than I do now. She fucking loves GTA. You know what I played on my honeymoon? (laughs) What'd you play? Deadly Premonition. But only when my wife was
0: showering or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's not into video games. Mm -hmm. I was like, honey, this is like Twin Peaks. I haven't seen Twin Peaks. (laughs) She's seen it now. Uh, I got her caught uh, up. uh, When I first met my wife, she had seen The Wiz. Nice. And I think that was it. Uh Oh. Very sheltered. I've seen
1: any movie.
0: I I've had I had to catch her up on years of pop culture. We're there though. We finally got there. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're on the same page. Still not a gamer, but if I'm like, hey, we're gonna go see this comic book movie, she's about it. We're gonna, which find is progress. It. We're
1: gonna find a game that your wife is going to play. Yeah, please help me with that. Yeah, we're gonna find it. We'll find it because there's a game
0: for everybody. Yeah, I, that's I truly believe that in my heart. But, but she I'm, also has to be willing to try. Derek, <laughs> I've been trying for ten years. I've been trying for ten years, Mister <sighs> Markman. Heesh. Is Not you know, help me,
1: <laughs> help me,
0: man. All oh, my <laughs> yeah. advice maybe get her a switch light, <laughs> yeah, right? Because we'll, we'll see. I, I, you know, honestly, she does such other stuff that really she really enjoys. I don't know, my computer keeps sleeping, and I don't know if it's gonna continue to record. I feel like maybe I should just let it go, and if it doesn't, but I don't want to lose all this sweet, sweet content, right? Okay, so yeah, we're going off on tangent on tangent, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but Trails of Cold Steel 3. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I played, I played one Trails game, and I don't know if it's on the same series or not. But it was like a,
1: it was for the um, PSP. I think you played Tra- Trails in the Sky.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, is that the same thing or is it the yeah, like universe? It all takes
1: place in the same universe. Okay, all right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I used to be like you with JRPGs. I couldn't get enough. Um, every time I saw anime eyes in the gaming store, and I had, I was like, let me try. Take that. my money. Yeah. Um, and I've played some good ones and I've played some bad ones. I think I got a little oversaturated mm-hmm. and now the tropes really weigh on me. I remember the first time I booted up uh, Birth by Sleep and they <laughs> hit you with like all those tutorials and I was like, fuck this. And I went on Facebook and I ranted about it. Did you, your tutorials and I just won't play the game and I just got real upset. And then I went back and played it later when the HD version re released or whatever and I got past that and I was patient and it took me like an hour or two but I got really into it and I ended up really enjoying the game, mm-hmm. right? Infinite Undiscovery. It's a, uh, a little-known uh, JRPG, one of the few ones that came out for 360. Mm-hmm. 360 had a little chunk of JRPGs. Oh, yeah, they had all their RPGs. And same thing. I, I played in the beginning. I was like, ah, it's kind of trite, and the writing's bad, and I don't know. Voice but then... Writing, uh, yeah, yeah. But then I went back and tried to get another shot. I powered through those first few hours, and boom, it ended up being one of my favorite games for the 360. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, not a lot of people are going to play it because of the bar for entry. It... I think for a lot of people, they just expect so much, and they throw mm-hmm. so much at you in the beginning. It sucks, because I agree with you. Some of the the best character moments and stories that I've experienced in video games have come from JRPGs. Hell, my favorite game of the year for when it came out, 2018, I think it was, or um, Fire Emblem. Was that 2018? Yeah. No, it's 2019. It's 2019. Thank yeah, you. LLU. My favorite game of the year last year. three Fire Emblem. Three houses. Mm-hmm. Anime is shit. But they eased you in. Right. Yeah, the gameplay loop was nice. And the writing was so good. Like, obviously, all the characters are kind of quirky and surface level. A lot of them kind of hit a few of the anime tropes as well. Mm-hmm. But as you got to know them, a lot of them had really deep, very human, very relatable stories. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite characters, because I, I picked the Blue Lion's house first, uh, was Dimitri. Just getting to know his backstory and where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. And his transformation into this edgelord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, like, I... I Felt that you know, and it right. seemed like he really earnestly wanted to change the world, and just it just it became too much. It just kept coming after him, wave after wave of hardship, until he just broke. Yeah, and to watch him come back out of that madness and redeem himself again, you know what I mean? Like, and again, if you played other houses, that you may not have watched that at all, and he may right. just went down. But <laughs> that was the cool thing about mm-hmm. that game. But yeah, I I did try to play. When you loan it to me, I try to play Trails of Cold Steel and maybe it's one of those games I try to go back to again. It's sitting right over there. But yeah, it it got me again. I was just like, ugh Yeah. I've just I, I gotta know. be in the right headspace for yeah, it. Yeah, because if
1: you if you're not in the right headspace you'll fall asleep. Yeah. There's so much stuff to-
0: But yeah, no, I mean so, some of my favorite games of all time have been, you know, quote unquote anime trash. You know, if you really break it down. so I it just depends on what grabs you and, and if you're in the right mood for it, I guess. But I envy you. I wish I was as in to them as I used to be because there would be a wealth of content for me to enjoy. I do appreciate you recommending Ease to me, though. Man. Ease 8? Ease. Actually, you didn't even recommend it. You gave it to me as a gift. Oh, yeah. That's Ooh, right. Thank you for that. I, yeah, I
1: played it and I fucking
0: loved it. No. I- it, was, it was a wonderful gift. And it, it, what's funny, <laughs> I, I put it in and I started playing it. The first 20 minutes I was like, oh, this is bad. I can't. Oh, mm-hmm. Derek. Ah. Oh. This you wasted your money. You wasted your money on me. This thing sucks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but then once I got past the opening and the shipwrecked, we ended up on the island, which is where you spend most of your time in the game. Mm-hmm. As soon as that music kicked in on the beach, and I started like whacking things and I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And what was dope about that game was like, you, you spend time exploring the island, so now you're, you're just charting this uncharted island. You're meeting mm-hmm. all these different monsters and stuff, right? You're meeting these different characters. Every time you meet a new islander, not only do they have some sort of use for you back at camp, like you might meet a blacksmith, or meet a good cook who can you know, make stuff, or carpenter, whoever, whoever. Every time you meet somebody, you may have enough people to clear debris and open up another part of the island. Everything was tied to progression in some way, and that's a big draw for me. Because mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh man, once I get this next year, then I can check out this new area. And then, then once I get this person up to this level, then we can, you know. So that really strung me along. And, again, the story was kind of like, eh. Yeah. But then I got really into the story because I got really tied to the characters. Right. And it, it was a slow burn, too. But I think that's the key. I think a GR, JRPG, like Fire Emblem Three Houses or Ease 8, is so popular with me and works so well with me is because they have a really satisfying gameplay loop from Jump. They ease you into their systems. They don't just dump a bunch of, like, here's how to do everything all at once. Oh, yeah. And because you have that that satisfying, that addicting gameplay loop, you're drawn through the slow burn of the story and the development of the characters. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, the story and the characters mean more to you than the gameplay does. Yeah. And for Fire Emblem, that's especially true.
1: Yeah. Some games do it well, like Terribly, <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't gotten through that. I've tried and like three times. I beat it recently, and yeah. I love the game, Yeah, but I should not be getting tutorials at the end of the game.
0: That's fucked up, dude. Seriously. What is wrong <laughs> like, with that game?
1: The gameplay stops just like, you know how this ability, press this to do this, and it's like, I've been playing this game for 70 hours. Yeah. Why am I still getting tutorials?
0: Which is this extreme opposite of me saying, uploading, up the tutorials. It's when they stretch it out too much, and every two minutes, yeah. it's like, yeah, how about this? Yeah, that's... Hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, as far as what I've been playing recently, Persona 5 The Royal, mm-hmm. 115 hours in. Jesus. The story starts in April and goes up through February, I think, of the following year, and
1: I am in November. Okay. Can you tell me when the third semester, where the new stuff starts?
0: From Jump. From Jump, okay. It is, for those who have played the original, I recommend it wholeheartedly. Now, I haven't touched Persona 5, the original one, oh. from 2017, since I 100%ed it that year. Mm. I went all the way through did everything, got all the, like I plat or whatever, beat the secret bosses, enjoyed it. I was going to go back and play it again, like, you know, because it's one of those games that you enjoy repeating. But I was going to go back and play it again, but eventually I learned that they're probably going to make a a, a Mm re-release, and they do. They did that with Persona 3, FES, Mm -hmm. Persona 4, Golden. Actually, they they released Persona 3 twice. They did FES Mm -hmm. on PS2, but then they also did a uh, PSP, PSP, which was kind of a downgrade in a way, because uh, you you didn't actually physically move your character around outside of the dungeons, but it had extra stuff that FES didn't have, and... I mean, it's, it's Persona. It's still all good. Yeah, yeah. This game has it, it. There's so many quality of life changes. You have at least two. I'm trying to think if you have more, but I know you have at least two new confidants and one new party member. You uh, have like whole new areas of Japan that you can go to, and and different gameplay mechanics. Like you can get technicals, so you can like augment a gun. You know, you had a gun in the original mm-hmm. game to have electricity, so it can actually cause nice. shock. And, and it happens fairly often. And then you can get a technical. If somebody's shocked and you attack them with a gun or a regular attack, they get down like they would if you were hit right. their weakness. So when you come up against a shadow without any weaknesses, you can get a technical on them. You can still do an all-out attack. Nice, Beautiful.
1: Yeah. They oh. also have
0: team attacks, these like elaborate like team-ups between two characters that may happen if the char- uh, enemy is weak or if the battle needs to be turned in your favor. And it could be something that plays out like Morgana gives on flowers, but inside the flowers is a machine gun she uses to <laughs> shoot, and they land like in an anime pose, and the nice. character blows up, shit like that. There are there's darts and billiards, and the darts actually has its own mini game, and it ties into giving people better uh, abilities during what's called a baton pass. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but was Baton Pass in the yeah. original? Mm-hmm. In this one they upgraded it to where you can beat Baton Pass level three and have your strength even higher and incre- and replenish your HP and your SP. Oh, that sounds amazing. And so when you get a chain going of everybody like going around and like increasing their attack, it's it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. I love the original. Loved it. It took me about eighty five hours to beat it. And just I couldn't get enough of it. I took a week off of work. Mm. Mm-hmm. And played it for 40 hours straight. <laughs> and then I had to go back to work, realizing that I was not even halfway through the game.
0: <laughs> that game is long. It doesn't feel like it, though. Like It he, doesn't. Like, I'm starting to kind of feel a little bit, just because I've already kind of played through the game, so I know some of the beats. Mm-hmm. Again, they expand. They expand a lot of characters, too. Like Catchy, you learn a lot more about him.
1: Okay.
0: No spoilers about what you learn and everything, but he seems like less of a, God. I don't know, like a, a guy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: We'll just say that. Yeah, less of a yeah, you, you you get more about his backstory and stuff. Yeah, it's it's worth it for anybody who played Persona Five, like you or I, just absorb it. It's just like, yes, this is it. Like, get the Royal. Don't even don't even sleep on
1: that for sure. Well,
0: like I tried to, I
1: tried to start it, and then I realized <laughs> how much time it would take, and then I just put it down.
0: Fair <laughs> enough. No, I I didn't get it like on launch because yeah. I knew I was like I'm I need to wait on this, but eventually there was a lull, and I was like, okay, it's now or never. Right. right. I'd already played Animal Crossing and did my month or two of that before I was like, okay, I can't really do this anymore or else I'll just absorb my life. Moves. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake this yeah. year. Ugh. I love you, Final Fantasy yeah, VII Remake! So all the haters, you're wrong. Oh, you're wrong. It's so wonderful. <laughs> there are games, two in recent memory, there's God of War and Final Fantasy VII Remake, where I played them and I finished them, and I was so emotionally fulfilled while playing the game, and therefore emotionally drained after mm-hmm. that I just couldn't pick anything else up for a while because oh, yeah. I was marinating on it so hard and I was like nothing measures
1: up. Yeah. Uh, going back to what we were talking about with The Last of Us and uh, how people weren't really jogging with the characters or like this guy's doing bad things I don't agree with him or this person doing good things. I think that it plays to the strengths of games that give you a character that's not overly just good. It's nice to play as a character who you don't fully agree with or understand. For instance, with the original God of War Games, Kratos is an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's a terrible human being. Yeah, he
0: uses an innocent person to solve the puzzle by burning them to death. Multiple times. Yeah.
1: And he's just, he's an awful person, but you enjoy (coughs) the vengeance and... It's cathartic in a way,
0: but you can't identify with him. It doesn't affect you emotionally. You
1: have to shut that part Mm -hmm. off if you want to get through it. Right. But without that, in this new God of War on PS4, when he's completely changed his ways, so to speak, he's no longer this big asshole who's just killing people for fun, or just just because. There's plenty of people he could have saved in Mm -hmm. old games, but he just did not care to save them. I did not come back for you. (laughs) <laughs> no
0: <laughs> shout out to the the voice actor what was his name T.C. Andrews T.C. Carson T.C. Carson yeah living single, single in a 90's kind of world I'm glad I got my girls no. keep your head up no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, he so. played he, what was his name in, what was his name in that uh, that show I can't uh, remember I know Max I know uh... yeah Max was his girl yeah Max was his the... girl he was dating Max God what was his name Anyways, yeah, Kratos. But yeah. It, the New Voice is pretty good, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Do not be sorry. Christopher Judge. Be better. You're right. <laughs> you are hunting deer.
0: Kristen hated me when I was playing that game. Because <laughs> all you said was, boy, probably. <laughs> boy. Boy.
1: <laughs> Bring Do, me some juice. <laughs> she drops out in the kitchen. I'm sorry. Do be not be, be sorry. Be better. Be better. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, without those old games and Kratos being such an asshole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you wouldn't have this emotional connection to him now. It's like, wow, I remember he was just the worst. And now he's a father, he was a husband, and he's just trying to be better. And he, he, he wears that
0: regret and that hurt on his on his face. And
1: that's why that game is so good.
0: Uh, and I, I think part of him is afraid of how his son might turn out because he knows that that rage isn't going to be inherited by his son. I think when I when I regret not seeing... And maybe we'll get it in some kind of future flashback or DLC. I regret not seeing his transformation with his his wife. Right. Because it sucks. I can't even remember her name. Faye. Thank you. Faye. Mm-hmm. Faye did such a 180 on him. Because, I mean, he had just... He, he had come off killing Zeus. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: He was once, once riding you, high. Once you are sitting on top of a mountain cocaine like, okay, it's reloaded. <laughs> you don't come down from that until you die. But somehow he did right sometimes right. somehow he came back and i i think say just how she is written in retrospect such an interesting powerful character mm-hmm. and i want to see how she was able to take this ball of rage that was kratos this uh, rage and regret by the way mm-hmm. cuz he's i killed my family i guess i should kill everyone else right. like that's his, that's his thought process and she drew that back you know mm-hmm. and the thing is he doesn't bemoan his situation. He doesn't, like, bitch about it or regret it. And he's like, yeah, I had this coming. <laughs> you know what right. Like, and, and you get that, too. One thing I would have changed about that game, though, and I was waiting on it. Do you remember that, that set piece where he is heading back? Uh, light, light spoilers for God of War. Skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear light, light spoilers about equipment. When he is on a boat in the canoe and he's heading back to his hut to pick up the Blades of Chaos. So
1: before you say anything,
0: I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. What I wanted what I wanted so bad so as soon as he picked him up, just very, very lightly. And then he kicks open the door. Da-da-na.
1: I love oh that I love god. that theme song so much.
0: And I knew it was gonna play throughout. They had different themes, they had a different mm-hmm. vibe, but I wanted because it was a that was his past. He was connecting mm-hmm. back to his past. Imagine
1: if every time he pulled out the blaze the music changed. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I, I just came thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
0: but but other than that, like even even without that little personal touch that I wanted to add, uh, you know, and people say pretentious shit like, well, you know, as a father or really, you know, and both of us are dads, mm-hmm. you know, a fairly young children. And definitely I didn't have the feels from the point of view of a father. Uh, but I think anybody that has cared for like a young charge or a young person, like a, a niece, a nephew, a friend, can kind of get the emotional core and the dynamic between him and his son. Mm-hmm. And that really spoke to me at the time, too. It was a really good father-son story. It was really yeah. well told. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, but yeah, so, tangents on tangents on tangents, um, on Rex. I didn't get a chance to research much gaming news, but I didn't know if you had anything that was going through the cycles that you wanted to talk about, I mean, other than PS5, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, Cyberpunk got pushed back to November, we know Which, that. I mean, whatever, man. They dropped a in the trailer. It looked good. I, I haven't watched it yet. It looked good.
0: But, uh. It look good. <clears throat> good It look good. It look good. It looked good. It good. Seriously, I I, I'm. That's. I, I think it's gonna be a harder to top Final Fantasy seven just because of all the nostalgia it feels. Final Fantasy seven wasn't even my favorite Final Fantasy. Imagine if they gave that treatment to nine. I'd die. But no, like I still really enjoyed it. There was so much love put into that. Mm-hmm. But Cyberpunk though, it doesn't have the advantage of nostalgia, but yeah. there's so much like goodness poured into that game. I'm excited. I don't
1: know. Uh, I am holding judgment because it doesn't look like something I'll be. I get a hold of it and I play it I feel mm. like just like The Witcher because I wasn't even interested in The Witcher 3. Yeah. Surprisingly. But then you picked it up. Yeah, I picked it up and I played it for about 30 hours and I was like, this game is amazing. That's These not surprisingly. Amazing. CD Projekt Red, I think, has always,
0: they their heart's always been in the right place and they've always put in a tremendous effort in The Witcher games. Mm-hmm. They've never quite hit the mark until the third, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: I, I didn't play the first or the second. Yeah, the Yeah,
0: I never finished the second. I keep getting to like the, the second part, the second set piece where you're in like the, the Dwarven village. Mm-hmm. I can't get out of it. I just can't. I don't know what it is. But I'm really interested in that world and the way it's told. And I really the story. I, I read the first two books. Um, and I read oh, that Netflix show. Oh man. I enjoyed it's it. I read really It's, it's cool. Bad. It's cool. But the third one, I mean, it 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 made me have to stop and rethink. Is Final Fantasy IX still my favorite game? Can I let that go? Yes, I can. The mm-hmm. Witcher 3 is not my favorite game.
1: That's
0: okay. I'm gonna hang on to that for a few years, and maybe something will unseat it. It's it's you know you don't ask yourself every other week, okay? Is this still my favorite X? But right. occasionally something just <clears throat> breaks through.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's uh when it's something that can break through a game that's been your favorite for years and like decades. Yeah. So <laughs> like, how old were you when you played nine? Um, um so. let's see, that would
0: be 2001. Uh, or no, 2000 1999.
1: 16, 17, 18? Yeah, so those are those are kind of formative years, and that's when... It's really hard to let go of a formative game. I mean, yeah. not I let go. It's still one of my favorite games of all yeah. time.
0: It just got unseated as number one.
1: Right. So when a game can come along and do that to something you have so much nostalgia for, and just that you know it's good. Straight up. Now me, my favorite game of all time is mm. Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm-hmm. It has many flaws. Sure. But I love them all. Yeah. And... I've played so many amazing games since then, but I just can't shake the the nostalgia of that game. It's ridiculous. I I go back to it at least once a year. I wonder if the <laughs> microphone's gonna pick up my son just now going <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh so like Kingdom Hearts three was such a letdown because Kingdom Hearts two was yeah. Well not to mention there were like fifteen games in between two and three, let's be honest. Yeah. And the where they're going with it, I'm not going to go off on too much of a tangent, but where they're going with the squares just kind of, as some people say, screwing the pooch on that one. They're just, we need to rename
0: this podcast Player 2 has entered the tangent.
1: And that would be, <laughs> that would be totally fine, <laughs> because I love tangents. Yeah. Just love talking about stuff.
0: No, me too. I love listening to podcasts where <laughs> you go off on a tangent. Unless it's something I'm completely uninterested in, then I'll check out. I listen to uh, Waypoints a lot, and mm-hmm. they'll talk about, like, mech games or Warhammer, and I'm just like, <laughs> Which is fine. Right. I mean, no shade on that game. It's just not <laughs> something I'm into. Oh man, this armored core. Which
1: armored yep. core will come back? <laughs> I like
0: that. I like that. Geeta joined up with them though. Um, she's she's a lot of fun. She was one of my favorite writers at Kotaku. Her and Tim Rogers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, which, no, no promises. But maybe I can get Tim on the show sometime. Um, if he's into it, he he had mentioned that he'd be down for shouting me out. You know, eventually for streaming, so super I haven't talked to him since <clears throat> before the whole corona thing, like back in December. We were supposed to come and hang out in May, but you know how that goes. Yeah. But yeah, no, Um, Kingdom Hearts kind of broke my heart, man. I, I was so in love with the no premise. No pun intended. Yeah, no, no, no pun intended. I was so in love with the premise. I mean, I absorbed news on that game like you wouldn't believe when it first came out. I was all over that old-ass, whack-ass internet we had back in 2000, 2001. Yeah. But, uh, just <clears throat> on the site every day waiting for the little Flash animations to load. Like, what's new? What new world are they gonna reveal? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, he, whoa. and I thought the main story was like, ah, oh, it's a little bit, of my heart is your me, heart, right. and I have my friends, and I love them, and they, love, they know me! As long as they have their and hearts. And my hearts, and <laughs> my friends. And I was like, eh, heart, but you light, get to darkness. go hang out with Aladdin, so, yeah, cool.
1: Right. And Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, uh but so. two Keyblades, <laughs> the so. I have a, a, a hilarious a short story about my dad and me. he saw me playing uh Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. And it just so happened How old were you at the time? I was fourteen. Okay. Yeah, so it just so happened that uh, and I was playing in the Living Room that Mickey Mouse pops on the screen. Oh Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh I think it's a scene where uh the Thousand Heartless show up.
0: Oh And, and make and Goofy I just, love that whole set piece. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so, well, why it's one
1: of my favorite games. Where that? Goofy got killed and yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm ruining it, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about
0: that. Goofy bit the big one. Yeah. And you. That (laughs) was. Donna goes. (laughs) 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 Goofy,
1: no! (laughs) I may have
0: had too much whiskey. Please continue. Oh, uh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Mickey Mouse pops on the screen and my dad walks in the room. Verbatim, this is what he said. (laughs) Boy, what are you doing playing this Mickey Mouse ass game? I said, I said, Dad, it's not a Mickey Mouse game. He's like, Mickey Mouse on the screen, eh? (laughs) It's a Mickey Mouse ass game. Oh, man. The play looks cool, but it's still a Mickey Mouse ass game. That's the most black dad sentence I've ever
0: heard. Boy, what you doing playing this Mickey Mouse ass game? I will never forget (laughs) it as long as I live. Oh, that's so good. That reminds me um, of a similar event that happened while I was playing Metal Gear Solid 3. Mm -hmm. So I'm 16, 17, 18. I don't remember what age I was when Metal, Sir, Metal Gear came out. Um, but I, I, I used to play a lot of games with my cousin Ryan. You met Ryan. Yeah. He's about eight years younger than me. So he, he probably went about like 9, 10, 11. I can't remember how old he was. Uh, we were playing Metal Gear Solid 3, and we were at the part where Snake got kidnapped, and Vulcan was torturing him for information. Like, what are you mm-hmm. working for? He got a bag over his head. He's like,
1: ah! Mm-hmm.
0: All that. And um, my. Uh, Ryan's mother's stepfather walks in, kind of glances at the TV as he walks by, and he goes and he sits in the next room. He's at a table doing taxes or some adult shit. Right. And uh, so Ryan's mom calls in from the other room. Hey, Michael! Because his name is Michael, too. What are the boys doing? He goes, oh, nothing. Just playing a game with somebody being tortured with his bag on his head. (laughs) 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 Ryan and I, well, she didn't say anything. Ryan and I looked at each other and, like, the the realization of ha- just how violent and crazy what we were watching was had dawned on us when it was like said so matter-of-factly we just yeah. we had to laugh
1: yeah and surprisingly
0: no. grew up yeah well first out on Ryan yeah <laughs> no i i love him he's great though. <laughs> but no like he um he he does love his guns let me tell you oh man oh. no shade to gun lovers out there but uh yeah he uh we just we had to laugh because uh, we weren't even thinking about that. We were just playing a video game. But I was like, yeah, this is actually incredibly violent. Mm-hmm. He's being tortured. This is a GTA V torture
1: scene before GTA so, uh,
0: No, I love... Uh, yeah, that, that one cost a lot of us. Yeah, imagine if Twitter existed back in Metal Gear, Solid 3. Imagine if, if Twitter existed though. X. Like, right. Whatever. God. So... Mortal Kombat came out violent video games—it looks too real. children. Uh, Combat One. Cancel Ed Boone. He thinks it's toasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, well, he thinks it's whoopsie,
1: <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie.
0: So all the way back to uh, one of my plans, Personify the World. Oh wow! <laughs> well, I know, right? Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um. <so laughs> nothing else, mainly, but obviously I've been checking out like some some main. Roms and uh, this week I in the past couple weeks I started some new streaming shows. So mm-hmm. Wednesdays I try try a new game. I tried recently Metal Metal Wolf Chaos XD, mm-hmm. amazing, really stupid, stupidly amazing. are not you like the
1: president? And you got a mech.
0: Yeah, you're you're the president of the United States fighting the vice president in a mech <laughs> for domination of the U S. Oh, and you will prove your justice to society. <laughs> Democracy is going out. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. Um, and then Wander mm-hmm. Song, which is this indie game. Have you ever heard of Wander Song? I think so. Yeah. It you play as a bard, and it's funny in the beginning. You try to pick up a sword and wield it, but you can't really lift <laughs> it. So to beat the first enemy in the game, you just start singing, and they're like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> and then you go throughout the game solving all your problems with singing and sometimes dancing. It funny. is charming and lovely and wonderful, and it, I was smiling the entire time. So I, I'd recommend that. I uh, played Battle Circuit. It's all beat-em-up ca- under the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. Mm-hmm. I bought that on sale on Switch. A couple of horror games. I played Haunted Ground this just
1: this past oh, Friday. Yeah, I saw
0: that. The aspect ratio uploaded weird on YouTube, though, so I'm, I'm going to need to record it locally because I, I downloaded it from Twitch, mm-hmm. and it just looked weird, so I don't know if I need to record it locally or what's going on.
1: Yeah, that's one of those very expensive games for no reason. Just... I mentioned
0: it on the stream. I was like, I kind of bought this right before it blew up. This and Rule of Rose... Um, yeah.
1: And shout
0: outs to two best friends because I saw them playing. I was like, I want that. And then right, right after, <clears throat> boom, they shot up.
1: And with this uh, coronavirus stuff, just the rarer, more expensive games have gotten even more expensive. Really? Yeah, like Blood Will Tell. Yeah. Is I want that game. I remember pushing or past $400 now. Jesus. And I remember seeing it at a game store a few years ago, $15. And I did not get it. Uh, and I wanted it.
0: Why, why you no do? Right. I wanted
1: it, but I was like, 15 bucks, Oh. I
0: could probably tell a few stories like that myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Mosquito is one of them. I should have bought that. Oh, ah, yeah. Again. Because I kind of liked it, too. But, yeah. know, well, it is what it is. Yeah, so, I played a game called Welcome to Hanwell, which is kind of like uh, an indie, obscure game that you can get on PS4, probably PC, too, I imagine. Reminds me a little bit of Silent Hill. There's like an open-world map a little bit, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of really creepy kind of jump scares, like, I went through this room, and I opened the door, and there was a sound and a giant eyeballs on the other side of the door. I was like, eh, what are eyeball. It just didn't make any sense. The puzzles were a little obtuse, and I look really stupid, which is yeah. probably going to happen a lot on my stream. How do I do this? <laughs> At one point, I solved a puzzle like, yeah, galaxy brain. And then You're the right. next one, I was
1: like, I don't I don't understand what to do. <laughs> That's how I feel playing The Last of Us.
0: Oh, it's, no. It's
1: incredible. Like, if I don't have complete silence, I told my wife, I need complete silence I need to play this when you guys are asleep. That's oh, well, good
0: luck with your toddler. Oh, really, yeah. Well,
1: when you're asleep, you yeah. can play the game? Because, like, it was something very basic, like, all I had to do was throw a generator rope over a fence to reach a different generator, and I was on it for, like, two I days. hate it when
0: you take a really <laughs> long time to solve the puzzle, and then when you figure out the solution, like, it's really easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's better, like, I was playing Ghost in <laughs> the Shell standalone Complex, PS2.
1: Yeah, I touch that.
0: And there was something I couldn't figure out. I probably should have finished playing the tutorial. I had to get a hack code, I had to look at a thing, I had to hold down a button, and then wait for it to give me a hacking minigame. Never would have figured that out. Didn't feel stupid once I figured it out because I had to look it up. Right. Um, but then there's stuff like that, like Last of Us, where we you're just like, oh, come I didn't, oh. You
1: didn't know I could throw this over the fence. And I
0: remember I used to watch a lot of Let's Plays, like I started watching Let's Plays like 10 years ago. Like First Let's Players I think I used to follow were two best friends. First one I saw was when we were playing, like, Duke Nukem or something. And I, I used to watch them going, Dummy, it's right there. You just saw it. Just pick it up. Like it's so easy.
1: You're right. But
0: then when you start playing and talking and streaming, like when you're in that headspace, you miss things so easily. You really oh, do. Yeah. Like it's it's interesting. So I, I feel really bad about judging people who are doing let's plays, not figuring things out. Like, oh
1: I could do this, I could figure things yeah, out but really easily. If they're doing it live, you've got the people in the comments. Yep. Tell yep. them what they need to do and yeah. how I, they need to do it. I
0: would have that dynamic if people followed me. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you get there. I, my streams are solo dello most of the time. But yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. So we were talking about it earlier, stuff that, you know, you may want to recommend, stuff that, you know, you're into right now. What what you feeling right
1: now? Oh boy. Well, like I said earlier, the Last of Us Part Two. I have not been able to get too far into it, but I've gotten far enough to see why people are Okay. So you're you're recommending that? Yeah, I I recommend it. It,
0: Honestly, it feels like
1: the same game, which sounds bad, but as far from a gameplay perspective, a lot
0: of folks want more of that. Yeah,
1: from a gameplay perspective, it is the same game, but the game, the first game was so amazingly good that I don't mind it. I just want more of that universe, more of those characters, and uh, definitely the last of us part two, ease eight. Definitely he's a, um, you got another silent protagonist, which I actually didn't mind in that game because there was so much. Adol talks a little bit.
0: Uh, he's got, I mean, he's got a predetermined personality. Yeah, he's got a couple. of It's true that you can choose lines. things, but all the cutscenes he talks. I not
1: remember. Yeah.
0: I, maybe I don't remember it right, but I'm pretty sure Adol
1: has personality. I, all I remember is him doing a couple of like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. Him fair saying. enough. Maybe I need to go back, but yeah. okay, yeah. But the the game is so colorful. The soundtrack is ten out of ten. It slaps, baby. It like slaps. I will leave the title screen music on forever. Hell yeah! And uh, it was my theme on PS4 for a while. I just, and my wife got tired of it. She was like, "Can you turn this off, please?" I was like, no, it's so beautiful. Don't <laughs> you yeah, hear the nose. <laughs> I got a Tifa on the theme
0: right now. I downloaded it while it was still Japanese only, but they recently released it in the US. And I'm like, oh, now I'm
1: not special. Yep, uh, these eights. Persona Five. We talked about that. Persona Five is the greatest RPG of this generation. Period. Yep, I'll, m- I'll sign on to that. Don't add me.
0: Yep, yeah, don't
1: add me. Yeah, it's well, they can add me because yeah. I'm going to tell them where they add me at.
0: But don't add, don't add
1: dirt. <laughs> yeah, well, ben, we're 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 going to be coming soon with all that where you can add. Me. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, and those are, I think, three recommendations. Okay,
0: okay, I'm um. I'm going to use my What You feeling" to advertise a YouTube channel. We talked about earlier uh, about alcohol, what to drink. There's a YouTube channel called literally What To Drink. And he makes cocktails, uh, like he made the Cosmo Canyon that you see in Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't have any ingredients to go off of, so he just took a look at it and go, here's what she probably made. Right. He made Butterbeer, he made uh, the drinks that people drink on Cowboy Bebop, like... He does all the pop culture stuff and all the classic stuff. Eggnog from Christmas Vacation. It's cool.
1: So it's kind of like Man at Arms for
0: drinks. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, you could probably do these. Like, if you got yourself a professional pourer and a shaker, you could probably do these pretty easily. And I think his earlier videos, he makes a point to say that he's never been a bartender. He didn't go to school for this. He just really loves, you know, cocktails. He he has a passion for it. He learns it. Mm He figures it out. And you can tell, like, he's got a a bit of a, a skill and a knack for figuring things out and he gives you tasting notes at the end of the, that, that it's funny. It's well edited. It's a really decent show. So if people entertain a lot or if they want to have like a video game theme night and they want to do like T virus shots, which I've done that before just looking stuff up online, mm-hmm. he's a great resource and I would highly recommend that channel for those who, man, vodka is my drink. What can I put with it? Right. Like, there's a whole, there's a whole gang of things he could tell you about what to do with vodka. So, that's what I'm feeling right now. Well, uh, we've been going for a while. Let me check the time. Jesus.
1: How long? We've been doing this. It's been less than an hour. Less than an hour? Almost you think? an hour. Man. I feel it's like it's been, been over an hour. Oh, you know what?
0: <clears throat> Boom, Derek. 55 yeah. minutes. There you go. I love it. Perfect. Here I was thinking we was going on and on and on. We got our hour in. I love yeah. it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and plug a few things for the listeners uh, personally. Uh, if you like. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Mike Peterson AL. I'm a big lefty, so if you don't like to see <laughs> political content, do not follow me. Or if you like to see it, uh, but you just want to yell at people who post about it, follow me, and yell at me. I'm fine with that. My YouTube channel is MC Paperstacks Plays. Don't expect like alpha rad levels of editing. I just kind of dump my Twitch streams. I'm starting out here, guys. I don't have an editor. <laughs> I got a full-time job. I'm doing what I can. But if you enjoy the content you're hearing here and you want more of it, um, that I bring that personality to the stream. I have a Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash MC Paper Stacks. I am on Sundays from 7 to 8, Mondays from Mondays and Wednesdays from 9 to 10, Fridays from 10 to 11. I do beat em ups I do blind plays, I do horror games on Fridays, and I play The Witcher on Sundays. So check me out there. Check our podcast for future uploads. If you're listening to this, you probably already have the link, but it is anchor.fm slash player2 has entered the pod. If you like, click on the donate button to donate to the cause. Derek and I would very much appreciate it, and we'll use that money to continue to make uh, good content for you guys. Um, If you have any questions that you'd like us to answer on the podcast or suggestions, you can email us at mcpaperstacks at gmail.com. If you want to check uh, us out on Facebook, I do run a gamer group. It's uh, mostly local folks here because I I live near Indianapolis, Indiana, but you're more than welcome to join if you'd like. You can check us out at facebook.com slash groups slash IndieGamers. And that is it for me. Derek, you have anything you want to plug? Uh,
1: The only thing I have to plug right now is my eBay store. My seller name is Gamer Goodies and More and... You use the search bar on eBay, type in seller, colon, Gamer Goodies and more, and you got me. I will have more stuff to plug next week. We're getting all that together, Twitter, Instagram, website, all that. But I sell video games, toys, uh, pretty much anything under the sun. If it can make money, I sell it. So just uh, go to the store, check it out. Uh, if you want to message me about a lower price or whatever, what have you, see if I have any other items ahead and do that, and uh, I will work with you. Awesome, and I know you will. <laughs> it, you get anything cool in recently? Oh boy, I get so much stuff in. Uh, I just recently yesterday I picked up God Eater Three on Switch. I've already sold that. Phone. Wow. Uh, okay, yeah, I probably pick that up. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. Oh no, picked up this awesome Wii U bundle. It had had about a hundred Skylanders wow I have the bowser Oh, I oh, did donkey you
0: bring kong? over my yep. bowser and donkey kong yep.
1: yay how about 100 <laughs> <Avengers laughs> skylanders kirby and the rainbow curse minecraft for the wii u cool uh, and a bunch of other first party titles for a pretty good price so all right that gamer was,
0: goodies and more hit you up all right well we are going to head out thank you so much for listening to the first uh episode of player two has entered the podcast Definitely uh, check us out for more when we're going to attempt to release these once per week. That is the idea. And again, uh, email us if you have any suggestions or questions. We'd be happy to read off uh, any questions you have on the next episode of the podcast. Hope you guys have a good one. Take care. Nice. Bye.